Hi there, welcome back, and uh, thanks for 147k, and I just saw some cool headlines, like, um, okay, I just did Trump hands Jack Smith's smoking gun evidence of intent, that was fantastic, it's got, um, uh, where there's going to be over 100 felony criminal charges against traitor Trump. Just on the Mar Lardo case alone. Yeah, yeah. Burn. Okay. Then Pastor finally exposes threat of Trump and Christian nationalist agenda. Burn the boat. Um Trump feels the pressure, massive crimes exposed. Live Trump and GOP exposed for more crimes and lies. Streamed fourteen minutes ago. Jack's got him. Live Trump plan to backfire. Jack Smith is ready legally. Yet. Two days ago, wow. Okay, watch the last word with Lawrence O'Donnell. Highlights today, missing whistleblowers. Embarrassing lies exposed. GOP makes humiliating admission on live GOP. Lauren Bubert humiliates herself with stunning comment on air. CNN's Trump town hall leads to surprise bad news for CNN. Disqualifying <laughs> um, behavior, yes. Trump post disqualifying long time Republican Hunter Biden informant is missing. <laughs> Tony podcast, Tony Michaels podcast. Yes, disqualifying behavior, definitely. So hit subscribe on our YouTube channel. It is free and have a great day. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report. Have a great day. Okay. Um. Oh shit. Hang in there. Okay, Republicans completely short circuit after Trump gets gets. Two I hours don't ago. even know who two this hours woman ago. is. I have no idea. Trump gets bad news in court. Where she came and from? GOP short circuit. Scam. It's a political witch hunt. Wait, what was that? Who she is? Where she came from? Uh, this is another scam. It's a political witch hunt. Scam. Hold on to your toupee, folks. The sexual abuser Donald <laughs> Trump is freaking out over the verdict of E. Jean Carroll's lawsuit, which means it's time to dive into the bizarre world of Donald Trump and his latest legal misadventures. Well, it seems like Trump's legal woes are multiplying faster than his ex-wives. And if there's one thing that we can count on, it's that this case has provided us more material than all of Trump's failed business adventures combined. Donald Trump, the man who brought us cheap golden faucets, red hats not made in America, and more outrageous tweets than a flock of birds on Kofefe, can now legally be called a sexual abuser. A jury found that Trump is liable for sexual abusing and defaming Eugene Carroll. And wait, wait, before you gasp, I just want to remind you, this is Donald Trump that we're talking about. And just to clarify, this is a civil case, which means that Trump won't be strutting his way to the slammer or getting a swanky jumpsuit to match a spray tan. It just means that Trump might have to cough up up to $5 million. We all know how much he loves spending his hard-earned ca- oh, wait. Never mind. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with E. Jean Carroll, she's a brave journalist who accused Trump of raping her in a department store dressing room back in the 90s. And if there's one thing we know about Donald Trump, it's that he's got a real soft spot for sexually assaulting women in department stores. This may be the best of all. Oh, 
you dirty boy! Oh, oh! Donald, I thought you were a gentleman. You can't say I didn't try. Oh, my mistake. That was actually Rudy Giuliani dressed as drag. <laughs> this goes to show you how fake the Republican Party's outrage really is. Anyway, back to Trump. Like any other mediocre reality TV star, Trump denied the allegations with his usual eloquence, saying this about E. Jean Carroll. She's not my type. Is that really the best defense that Trump could come up with? Your Honor, I couldn't have possibly assaulted her because she's not my type. I only assault <laughs> people who meet my impeccable duty standard. It's only that Trump lives in a world where not my type is an ironclad alibi. I mean, imagine if we all started using that excuse. Officer, I didn't steal that car. It wasn't my type. I prefer convertibles with better mileage. But hey, let's not forget, folks, Trump is a man of many talents. He can build cheap walls, fire people on reality TV, and now he's added sexual abuser to his resume. I don't know about you folks, but according to Republicans, that makes him the perfect presidential candidate. So when Trump got word of the jury's decision, his response was to release a video on True Social that was just off the rails. What else can you expect from a Trump-hating, Clinton-appointed judge who went out of his way to make sure that the result judge. of this trial was as negative as it could possibly be? Speaking to and in control of a jury from an anti-Trump area. Trump is attacking Judge Kaplan for being unfair because Trump got called out for trying to make a mockery of the case and posting unhinged things on his social about the case. So even after Trump fled to Ireland and Scotland to avoid appearing in court and then whined from a golf course about how unfair the case was, Judge Kaplan still gave Trump an opportunity to come to court to testify. So when Trump was given the option to show up or shut up, guess which one the five-time draft dodging bones for his coward chose? You guessed it, Trump acted like a Hey, I'm just quoting Chrissy Teigen. Anyway, Trump continues to claim that he never met E. Jean Carroll. I don't even know who this woman is. I have no idea who she is, where she came <laughs> no from. No idea. This is who another she scam. Is. It's a political witch hunt. Except there's one problem with that, and it's the fact that there's a photo that shows them together. I don't even know who the woman. Let's see. It's Marla. Marlo's in this photo? That's, That's my wife. Which one woman are you pointing to now? Here. Oh, oh, I see. Who is that? <laughs> and the person, the woman on the right is your then wife? I don't Ivana? know. This was the picture. I assume that's John Johnson. Is that? Because it's very blurry. Trump squints and tries to say that the photo is blurry, except here's the photo, and as you can see, it's so blurry. You can clearly, I mean, clearly see the guy all the way in the background. I mean, come on, Trump. You think that someone who loves a camera more than a Kardashian loves a selfie would remember being in a picture with someone. This whole deposition is not only hilarious, but also pathetic. I mean, Trump can't tell the difference between a woman he claims to have never met and his wife, who apparently was his type. I mean, Trump is so lost and confused, it looks like he was spun around in a circle and asked to pin the tail on the donkey. And speaking of spinning, Fox News couldn't even spin that train wreck that we just watched. Your thoughts on that, Andy, as it, as it might have been interpreted by the jury? Well, I think that the context of this, Martha, is that he said she wasn't his type. 
So, you know, the last person you would want to confuse her with would be someone you married. Now, I'm going to take a moment to appreciate the irony of Trump's situation. Trump, a sexual abuser, also made this claim about women during the 2016 presidential debates. Nobody has more respect for women than I do. Nobody. <laughs> Maybe Trump should actually update that claim to be, nobody sexually abuses women like me. And now, Trump is a known sexual abuser running for president in 2024. Boy, do Republicans really know how to pick them. But let's be honest, folks. Is anyone really shocked? I mean, this is the same guy who boasted about grabbing women by the you-know-what. I don't either way. Hey, when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the... And Trump's legal defense was that it was all locker room talk. Locker room talk. What was locker room talk? Because nothing says locker room talk like forcing yourself on someone in a department store dressing room. Oh, and that's not all. Here's another excuse that Trump thought was a solid defense. Grab them by the You could do anything. That's what you said, correct? Well, historically, that's true with stars. True with stars that they can grab women by the Well, that's what... If you look over the last million years, I guess that's been... Largely true, not always, but largely true. Fortunately or unfortunately. unfortunately. One million years? Unfortunately. What the hell is Trump talking about? Homo sapiens evolved 300,000 years ago. Gladiators, who are considered one of the most famous figures from ancient Rome, existed between around 100 BC and 400 AD. And the first movie star was Florence Annie Bridgewood in 1906. But sure, let's go with the defense that his vile behavior is excusable, because stars have been assaulting females for a million years. Just another <laughs> example of how this self-proclaimed stable genius is actually a f***ing idiot. Unfortunately, or fortunately, of course. But regardless of what bigoted <laughs> think Trump spews or who he sexually abuses, his supporters don't care. Trump's loyal followers are like a flock of seagulls surrounding a french fry in a strip mall parking lot. Their default strategy is to victim blame and attack any woman who dares to challenge their high almighty daddy Trump. I mean, God forbid his diehard supporters think that Trump should be held accountable for his crimes like everyone else in society. You know, law and order and all that other crap they whine about. These are the same people that name their kids after him, spend their life savings on him, and violently attack police officers at the Capitol for him. Just wait and see, folks. Those pesky legal fees. And on the heels of defaming E. Jean Carroll, Trump is now trying to attack another person without saying their name. Actual billionaire entrepreneur, Reed Hoffman. This is disgraceful. You have somebody running for office. You have a woman that's financed and lied about it. She totally lied about it by Democrat operatives, like just about the biggest one there is. To which Trump is already using his incompetent bobblehead lawyer, Alina Habit, to push that narrative. My question for you is, how is that different from millions of political dollars being used to fund Donald Trump's various lawyers, including more than two million we believe that you received last year from the Save America PAC. Those are political donations. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Let me let me answer that question. My political uh, my payments are not political. They're from the fund. Donors know what they're funding for. Reed Hoffman hit it, and they hit it. And not only that. There was testimony where this wasn't brought up, and then it was brought up when I pressed on it. Hey, so shut up! That reporting Shh. for how much I make, as you know, and how shut much up. I paid, is every quarter. We are upfront about it. You know what's not okay? Hush. Funding anybody that you don't like politically, paying them to sue people, and then having people like George Conway convince somebody or persuade them to file a suit. 
That is the difference. I'm Alina Haba, and I like to play whataboutism and blame everyone else for my own legal failures. Ah, man, I don't know how she does that. And the one person who seems to keep coming to Trump's defense is skittish mouse Mike Pence, which kind of pathetic when you remember that Trump supporters literally chanted, hang Mike Pence on January 6th. Let's see how Pence defends Trump. My four and a half years serving alongside the president, I, I never heard or witnessed behavior uh, of that nature. Of course Mike Pence never saw that. His wife mother doesn't allow him to dine with women or even be alone in the same room with a female unless she's present. That's weird. But what makes Pence's defense of Trump even weirder is when former White House Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham spilled the tea of Trump's inappropriate behavior with female staffers. Well, I mean, it happened in terms of, you know, he would always comment on women's looks or, you know, he would even talk to me sometimes about various plastic surgeries, etc. Um, but with this one staffer, it was it was really bad to the point that I was extremely uncomfortable. And, you know, the, the sad thing is, Every senior staff member knew it. Everybody talked about it in our White House. And, you know, any, I challenge anybody to say what I'm saying right now is not true. So it happened with her a lot. Um, and again, I, I did all, everything I could to keep her off of trips, actually, and to stay with her if she was with him alone, because I was really nervous about what would happen. And this was before I knew kind of any of the the E. Jean Carroll allegations, I, I stupidly did know about the Access Hollywood video, but I, maybe that was what made me, you know, keep with her all the time. Even Trump's ex-director of strategic communications, Alyssa Farrah Griffin, revealed that Trump's behavior with very young junior female staffers made her feel uncomfortable. Weird. It's almost like Trump has a pattern of sexually harassing, abusing, and assaulting women. But just for good measure, let's see how other Republican lawmakers responded to Trump being found liable of sexually abusing and defaming E. Jean Carroll. I hope the uh, the jury of the American people uh, reach the same conclusion about Donald Trump. He just is not suited to be president of the United States. Senator Rich, can I ask you about the news from about Donald Trump being indicted, or excuse me, charged? If you're going to throw support behind a 2024 presidential candidate, does this verdict reach today? have any impact on that decision? It doesn't. Uh, I'm going to stay neutral. I think it's a factor that, that gets to his electability. It's not a disqualifier to, to Manu's point um, at, at this point, but it's certainly not a check in the plus column. The whole situation <laughs> just highlights the sheer absurdity of it all. It's like watching a reality TV show that's jumped a shark and landed straight into a tank of hungry sharks. It's the kind of circus act that leaves you scratching your head and wondering, how did we get here? But let's not forget the real hero of the story, E. Jean Carroll. She stood up against a man who had the audacity to think that he was above the law, and she did it with grace and bravery. So where does that leave us exactly? Well, E. Jean Carroll might sue Trump a third time after his defamatory and gross comments about her during his CNN town hall. What kind of a woman meets somebody and brings him up and within minutes you're playing hanky-panky in a dressing room, okay? I don't know if he was, he was married then or not. John Johnson, I feel sorry for you, John Mr. Johnson. President. So let's raise a glass to this latest Fucking chapter of legal asshole. woes and the Trump tales of turmoil, because Burn it definitely won't be the last one we see this year. Well, until next episode, I'm Gabe Sanchez, and this has been... What was that? If you enjoyed today's episode and want to support the work that goes into creating the What Was That Show, you can join my Patreon at whatwasthatshow.com. You'll get access. Okay, so that was Republicans completely short circuit. This is exposing Terry Lake.
likes most dangerous remarks yet. If you pass any of those and make those laws, they're unconstitutional. We have a constitution. So you wouldn't bring in anything? The constitution is not going anywhere. I understand that. Would you not bring in any new regulations? No. <laughs> and there it is. No. A solitary word. Carrie Lake, on behalf of Republicans, says no. No new regulations. Despite the fact there have been 199 mass shootings since the beginning of this year. Despite the fact that children are being slaughtered in schools, outside schools, in shopping malls. No. Doesn't want to change anything. And this really is the crux of it. And this is what very few Republicans have actually come out and said. They'll make all sorts of excuses about, oh, we need to do more for mental health. Well, they don't know anything about mental health. Just the way they talk about it is proof that they know nothing about the industry of mental health, about the clinical aspect of mental health, about the cost involved in helping everybody who suffers with mental health problems, because they themselves have the mental health disorder. And their mental health disorder is that they can see children being slaughtered, and they can see their parents being slaughtered with the children in their arms. And that is not enough to want to bring about any gun safety legislation. Not talking about taking away all guns, not talking about gun control, talking about gun safety regulation, where people have to be vetted before they can buy a gun where people have to have a little training, they have to register their firearm, they have to keep it locked away. These are the very simple measures that will potentially stop a significant proportion of this mass shooting epidemic. And the Republicans say no. In a single word, they have no interest. And the reason, this might sound quite macabre, but I've come to realize that it's the truth. The, the, the automatic rifle is now a mascot for the right. Uh, Republican lawmakers wear a, a pin of the rifle. They think about this as being a trophy. They think about every mass shooting being another win for the Republican Party, for the MAGA Republicans, for the, the gun lobby, for the NRA. They're so mentally deranged that the death of people is irrelevant. They are owning the libs with every mass shooting that comes and goes. And as long as they manage to hold off with any kind of gun safety regulation, they are winning, taking a little piece from those soft snowflake liberals. That's what this is about. It is warfare. It is a slow civil war. 400 million guns are in the possession of American citizens. And sure, a good number respectfully know how to use those guns, but that's not the point. The point is that we regulate cars, and in the process of regulating vehicles, road traffic accidents went down significantly. The other thing to mention, of course, is that in every poll, including Fox News polls, the American citizens, in the main, over 70% of them, in some cases, 80 or 81% want checks, training, regulation of gun ownership. The people want it. The American people want it. It's only the legislators. It's only those who are on the receiving end of the NRA and their gun lobby. And this is the, this is the separation, isn't it? What America wants, what the country wants, what the people want, versus what the legislators are pushing for. Two completely different worlds. Is that hanky?
It's not difficult, is it? But oh, yeah. when you throw politics into it, I mean, it's gone beyond politics as far as I'm concerned. This is like a mental health disorder, isn't it? The, the mental health problem is not of the individual who causes the mass shooting. It's of the legislators who cannot legislate against mass shootings. They just want to own the libs at whatever cost, even the cost of lives of entire families, as we've seen in this recent mass shooting in Texas. So where does America go from here? Because I fear that this will, I mean, you know, piece by piece, there have been some small successes in, in certain states, raising the age that you can purchase a firearm. So 21 for example, you know? So, so those who advocate for gun safety are having some local successes. But this needs to be a federal issue. I mean, I would probably set up some kind of amnesty where people can return their guns and be paid maybe two or three times more than the value of the weapon. And these weapons are destroyed. Reduce the number of guns that are in the, in the hands of people. And the argument that, you know, a good guy with a gun, for example, you're a law-abiding gun user. Now, this is where I don't quite understand this kind of uh, confused narrative here. Because in my view, anybody that needs to own one of these semi-automatic rifles that can kill dozens of people in seconds. They must only want them for a mass shooting. Right? There is no other reason to own one of those guns. Because they will, at some point in their future, commit a mass shooting. And maybe that's the way we need to start thinking about it. Like if you want that gun, it's because you haven't flipped out yet, you haven't lost your mind yet, you're not mentally ill yet, but you could. And in so many of these cases, the, the perpetrators of these mass shootings have flipped, and we all have the capacity to flip out. And if there is a gun that is really designed for the theater of war in our, in our possession, then there's a good chance we will use it. So treat every single one of these high-capacity rifles as a weapon of war and consider every owner of these guns a potential mass shooter and work backwards from there. Because you, you, you cannot mitigate the, the human condition, you cannot mitigate against how somebody is going to behave at some point in the future. They might not now. They might be respectable now. But nobody starts out as a crazed individual. We are pushed to that. And unfortunately, as we've seen time and time again, the evidence is that it is far-right media that is scaring people, putting the fear that America is a terrible place. And Carrie Lake, in that interview, said it over and over again. She said, you can't walk in any streets. And she mentioned Los Angeles. You can't walk in Los Angeles at night, she said first. And then she changed it to even in the day. Well, I live here, and she's wrong. My point is that as long as these far-right, Christian, nationalist, extremist candidates such as Ka Carrie Lake, who lie about their election loss and claim that it was fraudulent when they just lost, they can't come to terms with that, the damage they're doing to America's you democracy by saying these things is untold. Sedition. And in my view, it does not come under the First Amendment free speech to lie about an election loss. That is yes, more damaging to the country than, than anything else. And secondly, she talks about the Second Amendment. 
and she talks about it in, in, in a way that it's constitutional that American citizens have the right to commit a mass shooting. Now, how someone like her can make that connection, I don't know. She's been radicalized. She has been taken from doing the news in Arizona for 25 years, where she was hopefully able to provide a kind of a, a balanced reportage, Even Fox and she's been radicalized to do with her. by the likes of Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson and whoever else she is connected with. To have our leaders radicalized, to have our candidates for leadership, because she's probably going to run for the Arizona Senate now. No, she's not. To have our leaders radicalized and to repeat this language is going to cause more mass shootings. I'm Anthony Davis. You can hear me every day on the 5-Minute News podcast and on Sundays on the weekend show with Midas Touch. Hey Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now. What's next in the line in line for Midas Touch? Most recent clips. That's what this is this podcast is all about. This is breaking new lawsuit reveals bombshell allegation against Michael Fofak legal AF right on the heels of Donald Trump. Six hours ago. Sexual abuser of E. Jean Carroll. Rudy Giuliani sued today at New York State. Supreme Court trial level court by Noel Dunphy, a former longtime employee of his, who had a lurid uh-huh. and detailed complaint spanning over 250 paragraphs, uh-huh. alleges that uh, Rudy Giuliani is a sexist, sexual predator and abuser of her, forcing her into a sexual relationship against her will, forcing her to commit sexual acts frequently while keeping her both on the payroll and off the payroll forcing her to work for him in a quid pro quo that was to her detriment into the several millions of dollars. In the complaint that was filed by a law firm out of Brooklyn, Noelle Dumphy, who has been very, very public about having worked for Rudy Giuliani, there are numerous photos of the two of them together over time, 
at various social events. In fact, if you Google it, you're hard pressed to find a photo in which Rudy Giuliani is not Noel Dunphy. So that whole ridiculous defense, non-defense of Donald Trump, I don't even know the person. I never <laughs> met her. That's not going to work for Rudy Giuliani because there are text messages reproduced in the complaint. There are photos of them together in a social, uh, in a social environment. And that's the headline. The headline is Rudy Giuliani, just like Donald Trump, sued in New York in a, that will be seeking a New York jury on claims that he is a sexist, sexual abuser, committed assault and battery against her of a sexual nature, gender violence against her under New York law, failed to pay her proper wages under New York law, and they're seeking punitive and compensatory damages and attorney's fees alike. That's the headline. Uh -huh. But there's something that if you look deeper into the actual complaint that goes on for almost several hundred paragraphs, which I did, there are at least two paragraphs that are going to be of interest to Jack Smith and Smartmatic in its suit against Fox. So everybody lean in on this one. If you go into the complaint, we're going to post a copy of it here, uh, and I'll make it available on my Twitter uh, social media for those that are interested. There are buried within there, in paragraphs 96 and 132, so if you're playing the Rudy Giuliani is an alleged sexual predator home game, go to paragraph 96 and you will see in there that, that Noel, who was not a lawyer, she was the head of his business development as a non-lawyer. Therefore, there was no attorney-client privilege. She says she had access to emails and text messages while she was employed for people such as Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, uh, Keith uh, uh, Bannon, Steve Bannon, Kellyanne Conway, Donald Trump, Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump, uh, Eric Trump, and even Bob Costello, who's the lawyer that apparently is going to be defending Rudy Giuliani in this case, and had been the lawyer uh, that testified for Trump before the grand jury to attack uh, Michael Cohen. He's, she's seen his text messages. That, imp that implies that she may have copies of text messages and emails that Rudy allowed to be released to a non-lawyer breaching his fiduciary duties, breaching his rules of professional responsibility in a state where, by the way, he is already suspended. His law license, as we know, or if you don't know, I'll tell you now, has already been suspended last year for other misconduct related to Jan 6, the lawsuits that he presented and suspended in Washington, D.C. These are events that allegedly took place when he was still a lawyer. She says he, she never signed a non-disclosure agreement or a confidentiality agreement. And so paragraph 96 says to me, or the outside world, and if I'm reading it, Jack Smith and the Smartmatic defamation lawyers against Fox, hmm, she has emails potentially by Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Rupert Murdoch, and others. I'd like to see those. So that's one. This podcast is sponsored by Miracle Made Sheets. Whether you want to get more fit, you better pair it. I'm 32. So if you're playing the to Jack Smith and Smartmatic in its suit against Fox. So everybody lean in on this one. If you go into the complaint, we're going to post a copy of it here. Uh, and I'll make it available on my Twitter uh, social media for those that are interested. There are buried within there 
in paragraphs 96 and 132. If you're playing the Rudy Giuliani is an alleged sexual predator home game, go to paragraph 96 and you will see in there that, that Noel, who is not a lawyer, Giuliani is an alleged sexual predator home game. Go to paragraph 96 and you will see in there that, that Noel, who is not a lawyer, she was the head of his business development as a non-lawyer. Therefore, there was no attorney-client privilege. She says she had access to emails and text messages while she was employed for people such as Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, uh, Keith uh, uh, Bannon, Steve Bannon, Kellyanne Conway, Donald Trump, Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump, uh, Eric Trump, and even Bob Costello, who's the lawyer that apparently is going to be defending Rudy Giuliani in this case, and had been the lawyer uh, that testified for Trump before the grand jury to attack uh, Michael Cohen. He's, she's seen his text messages. That, imp that implies that she may have copies of text messages and emails that Rudy allowed to be released to a non-lawyer breaching his fiduciary duties, breaching his rules of professional responsibility in a state where, by the way, he is already suspended. His law license, as we know, or if you don't know, I'll tell you now, has already been suspended last year for other misconduct related to Jan 6, the lawsuits that he presented. Mm -hmm. and suspended in Washington, D.C. These are events that allegedly took place when he was still a lawyer. She says he, she never signed a non-disclosure agreement or a confidentiality agreement. And so paragraph 96 says to me, or the outside world, and if I'm reading it, Jack Smith and the Smartmatic defamation lawyers against Fox, hmm, she has emails potentially by Sean Hattery, Tucker Carlson, Rupert Murdoch, and others. I'd like to see those. So that's one. This podcast is sponsored by Miracle Made Sheets. Whether you want to get more fit, be a better parent, or get more done at work, there is one thing that will help, and that's better sleep. With Miracle Made Sheets, you can tap into the power of self-cooling temperature regulation, which has been shown to improve deep sleep quality by over 20%. Using silk longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. Too. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer, than bed sheets used by some five-star hotels. Buried within uh, Dunphy's complaint filed today in New York State Supreme Court is paragraph 132, in which she says, get this, New York State mm -hmm. Supreme Court is paragraph 132, in which she says, get this, that Rudy Giuliani asked her if she knew anybody that was in need of a pardon for federal crimes because wow. they were for sale at oh $2 million apiece. And she Holy goes on shit. to allege that Giuliani told her he was going to split the money <laughs> with Donald Trump. Now, look, this is an allegation, oh my God. but it's coming from a person that worked very wow. closely with, with uh, Rudy Giuliani for years who, yes, claims that he put her into an um, unwilling sexual relationship, but she was there and saw and did all these things, and she has signed this complaint under penalty of perjury as a verified or a, veri a verification page for the complaint. These are her words, not mine. I'm just reporting them. Paragraph 132 says 
that she believes that she was told by Rudy Giuliani that there was a pardon selling scheme involving Donald Trump in which pardons would be for sale for $2 million while he was president, splitting the money. Attention, Jack Smith. We have another fraud on aisle nine. And another crime on aisle nine. Aisle nine. So we're going to watch this carefully. The suit just got filed. Of course, we've already heard from the lawyers representing Rudy Giuliani calling it all a lie and made up and you know claiming other abuse against Noel um, in her filing. We'll follow it. We're, we're far, far away from the discovery and the motion process uh, related to this complaint. Just got filed today. We're going to follow it. I'm right going to follow on. it on hot takes just like this one on the Midas Touch Good Network, job. which I do about every day. Wow. And we'll follow it in terms of long-term and continuity on a podcast that I co-founded and a co-anchor called Legal AF on the Midas Touch Network on Wednesdays and Saturdays. But keep an eye. The headline again, Rudy Giuliani is alleged to be a sexual abuser just like his client Donald Trump. But the subtext is the one, if it's true and proven to be true, Jack Smith, Smartmatic gets to the bottom of it, is was there a pay-to-play related to uh, pardons in which $2 million was the going price to be split between Rudy Giuliani yeah. and Donald Trump? If so, that's a crime. That's a crime that will be explored, it's we hope, crime. by Jack Smith or report it. If you like what I'm doing and you want to see this content coming to you uninterrupted, give me a thumbs up, write a comment, I'll review it, and you can follow me at all things social media at MS Popak. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF Reporting. Hey, Midas. That's huge, Popak. Hi, Hanky. Everybody call DOJ 202514-2000. Remind them that they need to start charging him immediately with these crimes. Abuse of more fucking crimes and abuse of power. It's like the thing, never ending story. Ah, breaking isn't that what we saw? Yeah. Trump's very ugly truth social crash continues. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. I'm going to ask you a question. What entity? 
or entities do you think I'm talking about right now? You ready? Money laundering, <laughs> SEC violations, people losing their life savings, Department of Justice grand jury investigations, total incompetence, failure to register trademarks, links to the number one adult industry bank in the Caribbean, playing the victim while it loses tons and tons of money. If you guessed a Trump-related entity, well, it was a pretty easy guess to make. And so which Trump entity am I referring to? And it could be probably a variety, but I am referring to Trump Media right now, the parent company of Truth Social, the social media company that Donald Trump uh, created uh, based on Donald Trump's last financial disclosure that he submitted uh, in connection with his uh, run for the Republican nomination uh, for the presidency. He claims the valuation of Trump media is somewhere between 5 and $25 million, despite the fact that the uh, thesis of the special purpose acquisition company, the investment thesis, is to merge with a company worth $400 million to a $1 billion. Donald Trump just um, reports whatever suits him at any given time when it comes to the valuations of his things. But when it comes to Trump media, a new blockbuster report by uh, the Washington Post um, is further exposing some of the dirty dealings uh, regarding Trump Media and the special purpose acquisition company, Digital World Acquisition Company. The title of this Washington Post article, Trust Linked to Porn-Friendly Bank Could Gain a Stake in Trump's Truth Social. And what the article goes on to discuss is how, we did another report on this before, but this is a important an update to it as well, is that back in December of 2021 and February of 2022, about $8 million was injected into Trump media as Trump media was about to go bankrupt. Donald Trump wasn't putting any of his own money into it. Um, and it turns out that this money came from a trust that was set up in a bank called Paxum Bank in an island called Dominica in the Caribbean. And this bank has links, uh, with direct links to Vladimir Putin. It's uh, controlled by a family that served in top roles in the Putin administration. Um, and then what we described in the last report as well, although we're learning more about that right now, and this is important, is that the loan was set up by someone named Patrick Orlando, who was at that time the CEO of Digital World Acquisition Company. He's since been terminated as the CEO of the SPAC. And just to remind you, special purpose acquisition companies, they're blank check companies, um, they're publicly traded companies, they merge with a private company and they bring the private company public. They have to follow uh, SEC regulatory requirements to bring a private company public. So in this case, Digital World Acquisition Company, the SPAC, was going to make Trump Media a public entity as part of this merger if they complied with all of the uh, regulatory framework that's required by the SEC and they didn't engage in potential criminal conduct, which they are now being investigated for. Um, but when it comes to the SEC, what is important on all of these forms is disclosure to investors so they are aware of the financial condition so people aren't losing their life savings or losing lots of money um, when securities are being sold in public forum. 
Um, so there are rules and, and regulations um, when it comes to the, uh, the types of disclosures that have to be made by Digital World Acquisition Company. So what happened here was that Patrick Orlando set up this loan from this family trust that has these links to uh, a porn-friendly bank, Paxson Bank, in the Dominica for $8 million. It looks like uh, Patrick Orlando took a commission of two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars at least a brokerage linked to him got a finder's fee of about three percent of the overall deal the loan to Trump Media was never disclosed at all to investors. The potential conflict of interest as well, um, the fact that Patrick Orlando was setting this up um, and was likely personally profiting, that was never disclosed to uh, investors. Um, the fact that there are this bank in the Dominica has these potential shady ties and that it could invoke anti-money laundering laws and money laundering issues that was never disclosed to investors and all of that is subject to the ongoing SEC and Department of Justice investigation among other things according to this Washington Post report there's also investigations relating to potential insider trading there's investigations relating to communications that may have taken place between the SPAC Digital World Acquisition Company and Trump media before the announcement that the SPAC was going public in the first place, which is a violation of SEC law. You're not allowed to have these communications with potential merger partners before you announce the uh, creation of the SPAC because that would be the type of disclosure that investors would need to know before in case the sky, you know, in order to evaluate the price of, of the stock. And so mostly all SPACs start off at $10 uh, a share, um, but Digital World Acquisition Company, because they basically did everything you're not supposed to do when you announce a SPAC and go through a potential merger process, immediately the price of the Digital World Acquisition Company stock rose to like $175 a share right away. And you may remember on some of our early reports here on the Midas Touch Network, we were saying this kind of looks like a pump and dump uh, scheme right here. And I wouldn't be surprised if immediately once uh, things are found out about this potential merger, that the price goes down um, significantly and people lose a lot of money. And in this Washington Post report right here, there is a section of basically my life, it's called basically my life savings. And it talks about just the story of one person who lost their entire life savings on Digital World Acquisition Company. It's someone named Tom Sass, the 40-year-old founder of a cloud computing startup in Chicago, who says he twice voted for Trump for president. He counts himself among the injured. In October 2021, when Digital World's merger announcement sparked a stock market frenzy, frenzy SAS bought nearly 1,200 shares at $70. Then, while listening to investing YouTubers predict that the stock could go to 300, he said he felt a deep fear of missing out, saying, FOMO hit me hard. He entered a market order to buy thousands more shares, expecting he would get them at $90. 
but the stock's volatility led to a halt in trading. When the stock came back online, he said his order was unexpectedly filled at the stock's all-time high, $175 a share, draining his entire account. All in all, he spent more than $516,000 in cash on Digital World shares, according to investment accounting documentation he provided to the Washington Post. Quote, this was basically my life savings, he said, adding that he doesn't own any property and drives a 2011 Ford Fiesta. Digital World shares now trade for about $13 a share. Um, and, you know reading some wow. of these comments on Reddit about that. Someone wrote, this dude also thinks that Trump won in 2020, that he'll be reinstalled as POTUS, and that Dominion voting machines came from Venezuela. He got exactly what he deserved, except it's only going to get worse from him from here. This other person, L.A. Matt, wrote, what they really failed to see is that almost everything about Trump business ventures is mythical. They just see his name on a bunch of shit and think that must mean he's incredibly successful when the reality is that he's been successful previous to his political, quote, career in licensing his name. And now even the brand is worth bupkis. They never bother to actually look into the details of his many ventures, most of which involve him taking from the initial windfall of investments and then quietly slipping away before it all falls apart, leaving almost everyone else holding the bag. They just fall for the, quote, as seen on TV version of Trump, where he's the you're fired guy. I thought that was very well stated. You know, and the rest of this article, when it talks about the link to this porn-friendly bank, that's Paxson Bank, um, which has this trust that is the one who lent the money. Um, uh, this bank is known for processing lots of money related to like video video cam chats in the porn industry. Um, and a lot of that money is routed through this bank that is involved in giving $8 million to Trump media in December and then February of December of 2021 and then February of 2022. Um, and one of the things this article also explores, that none of that was disclosed to investors, by the way, um, is that that loan was a convertible note, meaning that if a merger were to take place, uh, whoever is behind this loan for $8 million um, can basically convert the loan into shares and then they would get a bunch of stock at likely a significant preferable amount um, within Trump Media for giving the loan to Trump Media when the entities merged that regular investors weren't able to get. That's why when you're doing these things, everybody else who would follow the laws, you, you have to disclose that. It's not even like a close call. You file, you know, whether whether it's an 8K or whatever the filing would, you know, would, would be um, in the SEC filings, you would say, here is an important event that transpired. We want to let you know. Investors, you can make up your mind about what you think, knowing that we made this, uh, we, we received this loan, and then the stock can trade however the stock trades with the knowledge on the market, but you can't hide that stuff. And then what do, the, what, what do they do at Trump Media and Truth Social and Digital World Acquisition Company? They then whine, oh, the regulators are treating us unfairly, we're the victim, can't believe this is happening, they're delaying this, oh, they hate Donald Trump. No, 
it's law and order. Stop committing crimes. Stop acting like this. Every, you know, Trump media follows every aspect of a Trump, uh, of, of like the Trump fraud playbook. Like from the fact that there's incompetence, they didn't even like register the trademark on time to Truth Social. They don't pay their bills. You know, prior vendors have stated they were going to sue them for not paying basic bills. They get these shady loans. They are being investigated by the SEC and the DOJ. They've got internal whistleblowers calling them out. It, it has all of the hallmarks of it. And, um, you know, the stock continues to crash um, from where it was. And, and, you know, it's just another example of everything that Donald Trump touches, this happens to. Reverse I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 1.5 million subscribers thanks to your support. Check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Midas Touch. Wherever you get audio podcasts, also subscribe to the Midas Touch podcast. Touch. Thank you so much for Everything watching. Touch, Thank you so touch, much for listening. Shit. Subscribe oh, to our yeah. audio podcasts. It's Midas Touch podcast. And Trump's gods. The reverse Midas touch. Everything he touches turns to shit emoji. please hit subscribe to this YouTube channel. Have a great day. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now. Right. Moving right along. Um, actually, I've seen it. Do you have mission on live TV? I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. The MAGA Republicans in the House of Representatives are now saying that the whistleblower who had all of this information about President Biden is now missing and they can't locate the individual. <laughs> not only can they not locate that whistleblower, but all of their whistleblowers uh -huh. now in all of their investigations have gone missing, or at least nine out of ten Fraud. of the whistleblowers have gone missing, or hmm. they're in jail, or they're in court cases, so they're no longer able to provide the information that the MAGA Republicans use to defame President Biden. Come on and, and give me a break here. Remember two weeks ago when MAGA Republican uh, Chairman of the uh, House Oversight Committee, James Comer, went on all the news and then they had all of these headlines on Fox and New York Post. They called him President Joe Bribin, and they here, here's the New York Post uh, front cover. FBI has secret file alleging that then Vice President Biden took money from foreign national, and they credit that to the whistleblower. Well, this is what MAGA Republican James Comer said on the Maria Bartiroma show this weekend. He said, there are, he, he, this whistleblower is missing. Play the clip. Hold on a second, Congressman. Did you just say that the whistleblower or the informant is now missing? Hmm. 
Well, we, we're hopeful that we can find the informant. Now, remember, these informants are, are kind of in the, the spy business. You know, and, and apparently he just thinks Americans are a bunch of idiots. You know, he's all involved in this spy world. In the spy world, these things happen. It's, it's fascism meets idiocracy. By the way, uh, here's more from the interview where then MAGA Republican James Comer says, well, actually, essentially all of the whistleblowers, that they're either missing or they are in jail or they're being intimidated by the media. The media is intimidated. Biden's intimidated. Here, play this clip. Are there whistleblowers or informants missing right now? Well, with, with, with what we've investigated and the people that we've tracked down, uh, going back to the CEFC, uh, the two main players in that business, as well as all the Americans that were involved in the uh, different Biden uh, influence peddling schemes, as well as the Serbian national, uh, the nine of the 10 people uh, that we've identified that have very good knowledge with respect to the Bidens, they're, they're one of three things. Maria, they're either currently in court, they're currently in jail, or they're currently missing. So it's of the utmost importance that the FBI work with us to be able to try to identify uh, what research they've done, what investigations they've done, because we have people that want to come forward, but honestly, Maria, they fear for their lives. Not only are the Biden lawyers and the Biden White House intimidating them, the media is trying to intimidate and discredit them. And I think uh -huh. if you look at the Rasmussen poll, you know, seven in 10 Americans are very concerned that Joe Biden's involved in a, a public corruption scheme and they wanna know more information. Seven in 10 Americans strongly support the work that our House Oversight Committee is doing investigating the Biden influence peddling. And we just need to get some cooperation from, uh, these I mean, out of seven, ten MAGA Americans. That are standing our way. Uh, this is absolutely extraordinary, and it is stunning that some people are missing, that you need to prove this. Uh, who in the White House is intimidating these people? Do you know? Hmm. I do I know. Uh, we're saving that for huh. a later time. Uh, huh. But I can tell you one thing that a lot of people don't know. When, when I issue a subpoena to a bank or to an individual, the second I issue that, Jamie Raskins gets that. And when we get information in from the bank or, or from any individual, they make two copies, one for the majority, which are the Republican, one for the minority, which are the Democrats. And my biggest problem with the Democrats on the House Oversight Committee is they're acting as a criminal defense attorney for the Biden family. And you see there, like, Maria Bartiroma, like, uh, like has, like, a straight face, and she's like, oh, this is breaking news. Oh, oh my gosh. The, the whistleblowers missing, the whistleblowers made up. All these people do, these Republicans, they lie and they lie and lie. J just for reference, let me show you from last week so you can compare it. This is what uh, James Comer said on the Maria Bartiroma show last week. Play this clip. What can you tell us about this latest investigation of influence peddling on a sitting president? I know that you're planning a press conference this Wednesday. What will we learn? Well, Senator Grassley and I uh, received uh, a, a tip uh, on a whistleblower. Senator Grassley was, was the lead in this. Uh, we reviewed documents uh, from the legally protected 
whistleblower, highly credible whistleblower uh, that would implicate Joe Biden in a paper play scheme. And then, in fact, they held an entire press conference in the House of Representatives, which was then covered by the MAGA Republican media echo chamber, as well as other large media networks and local media. And they would kind of phrase it as a question, right? Like, President Biden investigating for bribery? Tune in and find out. Here, just play this press mm -hmm. conference. Now I want to say a few remarks about the developments last week. A week ago, I sent a subpoena to the FBI for a form that a whistleblower as alleged, is in the FBI's possession. We hope the FBI will be transparent and forthcoming and provide the Oversight Committee with the 1023 form we have subpoenaed. If they do, the committee will assess the form it has subpoenaed from the FBI and has been my practice. We will report to you only facts when they are verified and indisputable. This committee will not pursue witch hunts or string the American people along for years with false promises of evidence that is beyond circumstance. What about the <clears throat> Republican report that just came out that said that Biden, they couldn't find anything, any wrongdoing against Biden? Include a subpoena was warranted, and I stand by that assessment. As a Republican. When Senator Grassley approached me with the information the whistleblower provided, His it whistleblowers was because evaporate. Of the information we've learned through this committee's own investigation that indicated to me the whistleblower's allegations this is a lie consistent with our another reason bodies. to suspend the whole fucking Those party findings are what i called you here Fuck today up. to discuss yeah as uh democratic conspiracy. representative dan Goldman another fucking conspiracy prosecutor uh now a superstar congress member from new york but he's a prosecutor who prosecuted major mafia cases big big federal cases you know you need evidence right like and the MAGA Republicans just exist in defamatory rumors and, and innuendo, um, which is all projection, all actual stuff there's evidence of that Donald Trump engaged in. But Congress member Dan Goldman Two wrote, million uh, dollar pardons. Uh, the dog ate my homework. And, and that's it for the MAGA Republicans. It's all the dog ate my homework. By the way, James Comer, who is the chair of the House Oversight Committee, who you just saw. What do you think James Comer's background is? 11,700 right? well, uh, votes. That, uh, his ex-girlfriend said that he repeatedly abused her, both physically and mentally. She says Comer hit her and forced her to run all of her interactions with others by him for approval, and consequences were violent and swift otherwise, and she revealed that James Comer who wants to ban abortion nationally, took her to get an abortion and became enraged after she used her real name on a form requiring proof that she had an escort drive her home. You can check that out at the CourierJournal.com. The headline is, College Girlfriend Says James Comer Abused Her. But this is the tactic that they used. Like, this is what, remember, Tucker had the bombshell report back in the day, and then he said that... Uh, he lost the only copy of documents that would have nailed President Biden. He had it, but but it just disappeared off the hard drive, you know. And then they spread these 
deranged conspiracy theories online and, and, and spread these messages that, oh, it's Biden and Hillary Clinton are in a secret cabal and that they're the reason that this information got destroyed or, or the whistleblower disappeared due to mm -hmm. uh, President Biden and, and Hillary Clinton's mm -hmm. intimidation. Like, I kid you <laughs> not, like, these are actual posts that, uh, you know, that, that, that they're making. And then you have people like, you know, even like Jonathan Tolley, who's like the right An investigation such as it is rests in large part on what Chairman Jim Jordan described as dozens and dozens of whistleblowers coming to us talking about what is going on, the political nature at the Justice Department. To date, the House Judiciary Committee has held transcribed interviews with three of these individuals. Chairman Jordan has, of course, refused to name any of the other, quote, dozens and dozens who may have spoken with him. He has also refused to share any of the documents which these individuals may have provided to the committee. Nevertheless, based on interviews of the three witnesses that have been made available to us, we are able to draw a number of striking conclusions about the state of the Republican investigations. First, the three individuals we Fucking have met are not, in fact, whistleblowers. These individuals who put forward a wide range of conspiracy theories hmm. did not present actual evidence of any wrongdoing at the Department of Justice or the FBI. Second, the transcribed interviews we held thus far refute House Republican narrative about bias at the Department of Justice. We urge Chairman Jordan to schedule the public testimony of these individuals without delay. The American public should be able to judge for themselves whether these witnesses or their allegations are remotely credible. Third, these interviews also reveal the active engagement and orchestration of disturbing outside influence on the witnesses and potentially the Republican members of the select subcommittee. 
a network of organizations led by former Trump administration officials like Cash Patel and Russell Vogt appeared to have identified these witnesses, provided them with financial compensation, and found them employment after they left the FBI. These individuals lobbied for the creation of the select subcommittee in the first place. They have a story to tell, and they appear to be using the House Republicans to tell it. Fourth and finally, nearly all of the Republicans involved in this investigation, the witnesses, some of the members, and certainly their outside operators, are tied together by the attacks of January 6, 2021. The witnesses whom we have met objected to the arrest of individuals suspected to have laid siege in from the Republican Party. DOJ United States Capitol others of the dozens and dozens we suspect participated directly in the riot if this investigation is attempt to whitewash the insurrection or hedge against pending indictments it has been spectacularly ineffective but these extremists have a view antithetical to the safety of our Republic and the American public has a right to be concerned we note that in the ordinary course of business, we would not disclose the substance of a transcribed interview at this stage of the investigation. Even when we do not agree with the aims of our Republican colleagues, we expect the importance of congressional oversight. We direct the Yeah. Our staff to prepare this report only after we learn that House Republicans began to share the contents of these interviews with the, dog the food? press. And so you see Fix here that water. related to the Judiciary oh, the Committee. Oh, good. Good, good. Did, you, uh, did, did he tell you what happened to me? Uh, uh, Will? When? Today. I mm. fell. I fell really bad. Out of my spectacle. Okay. Open up my refrigerator. In oh. a dam. You, oh, you fell asleep, right? No. You mentioned. I fell out of my fucking door from the top flight stair all the way to the outside in one fell swoop. A bottle was frozen, it fell out of my fridge. Uh -huh. I stepped on it and I went down. And slipped, oh look, my God. look, 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 one. Wow, holy shit, oh my God. That's a pretty big gash, wow. My knee, got my knee too. careful, man. Man, I, it, was, it was a frozen bottle of water and, 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 it, and it fell out. I was, you know, I'm fucking, I'm like, you know when when shit's fucking when I start falling when I start falling, I mean, it's bad because I'm like I'm on the other side of shit now because I'm like I'm fucking I don't fall like that, but I fell. I said you know what I was committed. I was like here we go. You know I threw the packages in the air. They all went. They went. They nothing got hurt. They went in the air like like twelve packages. Boom. They're only gonna one little squares, and then and then I fucking. I just, I just settled in. I've, I've just accepted the fate of whatever was going to happen, and, mm. and I just calmed myself, and I just landed. And when I did, it got me right there. Mm. I'm hurt right now. I'm hurt. Mm. I'm, I'm going to make the water. I'm going to make, I'm going to make some water around here, so that it, 
automatic for the dog water this summer. Oh, great. Yeah, I'm tired yeah. of filling up water, feeling like well, they're it's out dangerous. of water. Yeah, it's dangerous because like if it, we forget, they could die. yeah. So I'm going to make two areas in the in the in the place here that are, have water all the time. One for you mm -hmm. in here, in this courtyard right here, close as I can to the, the spigot or something, right? Because I got mm -hmm. I got quarter inch copper line. Mm -hmm. I just found this one over there, which is probably it's probably if still you good. Hook it up to that one outside underneath. That's really squeak. far. Do you mean talking about the one where the dog water anyways? I yeah, need to have yeah, it somewhere well, closer to the spigot, uh -huh. like so I can tap into it and have a short line. Because it'll, if it's not short, it's, it's going to get run over. It's going to get fucked up, and then it's going to. That's going to be a pressure line that's going to leak if it's not paying attention to. It. So the shorter it is, like honestly, if I could put the water right next to the uh, the spigot over here mm -hmm. somewhere, just like within a foot of it, just around the corner mm -hmm. and within one foot of it, so I can block them from crossing paths uh -huh. over the uh -huh. little thin line. Because you know they bust a line and. and uh, they did it over there. I fixed that fucking. I fixed that faucet over there, and they and they chewed it off. They broke it the first night. I, I had it on automatic water, and they fucking, you know, they ran right over it. Oh yeah, where's over. the 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 hose for up here, out here? I didn't give you one out here yet, but I have one down there that you can have. Okay. Yeah, it's already done. I got a couple. Right. I'll give you the one up here. You got the one up here working good, right? One up here working good. Um, you left just left it on the ground. You didn't hook it up. I didn't up, hook it up. No, I just oh, left okay. it on the ground. Because there was also like a hose that was broken on the ground, I think. So I well, the one that's going to fix you, it should be, you know, one that's going to kind of hang through. Come on. Hang through. Come on. Why didn't you just put it together? I don't know. Oh, God, he almost took your eggs out. Oh, whole thing. Mm -hmm. The whole fucking thing I caught it with my fucking finger. What almost took it uh, out? Hank almost took your eggs oh out. Oh, my right God. Now. Huh? The whole Hank, thing. Hank, get the fuck out of here. No, no, he can't help it, man. It's the goddamn. It's I know, but he's so not supposed to be in there anyway. You gotta protect it from him because that was close. This thing just fucking did a circle. Jesus, yeah. that was close. You better put some, you better put it somewhere else. That does not safe there. I'm gonna tell you right now. You should have it up here. Shit, Hank, he needs He's coming through like a bulldozer with that fucking thing, man. Yeah. They come through. He's trying to get in my thing, but it's. Using these kind of fake whistleblowers to spread the lies and defame the Biden administration and have the media write about it. And this past weekend, we see James Comer from the House Oversight Committee, Jim Jordan's judiciary. Comer uh, is the House Oversight Committee. But by the way, do you see the link there? Jim Jordan covering up sexual abuse before becoming a member of Congress. And then you have James Comer being accused by his girl, ex-girlfriend of sexual abuse. And there's a, there's a pattern here that's clearly, um, that's clearly at issue. And, and, and by the way, when it comes to the January 6th committee, it was fairly easy to get very credible witnesses to testify and present actual evidence in a system of evidence and facts. Yet the MAGA Republicans don't exist in a system of evidence and facts and um, 
and things that could actually be demonstrative of their points. Instead, they exist in conspiracy theories and lies and just defaming people's good names because Fox or one of the right-wing magazines will write about it. And folks, this isn't a political issue, right? Like, this isn't a, oh, the Democrats feel this way, the Republicans feel this way. Look, if the Republicans, if you have a whistleblower who has actual facts and evidence and information, and they testify publicly the same way all of those Republicans testified before the January 6th committee, if you have actual facts presented, Show it to the American people. Show, show us the facts. And we can judge for ourselves the validity. But it's always, oh, now they're missing. Oh, now it's super secret. Oh, President Biden and Hillary Clinton and, and a secret cabal of leftists have, the deep state has conspired to scare all these witnesses and all of the facts. And, and, and the only person who's got the real facts, the only person who knows what's going on is, is, is James Comer and Jim Jordan and Donald Trump, people who actually lie about every single freaking thing. It's not political, it's just truth versus lies and, and idiocracy. And they go there, and then everyone's like, oh my gosh, these whistleblowers just disappeared. Oh my goodness. Total, utter BS. And we're going to call it out here on the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 1.5 million subscribers thanks to your uh, incredible support. I can't even believe this stuff. 1.5 million subscribers. Help us get there. Check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. And wherever you get audio podcasts, subscribe to the Midas Touch podcast. It is free. Check us out at patreon.com. Support us there if you can. No worries if you can. Hit subscribe on the YouTube. It's free. Have a great day. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now. and the powerful tool that I do not take lightly. The level of detail provided to Senator Grassley led me to conclude a subpoena was warranted and I stand by that assessment. I will say this, when Senator Grassley approached me with the information the whistleblower provided, it was because of the information we've learned through this committee's own investigation that indicated to me the whistleblower's allegations are consistent with our independent findings. Those findings are what I called you here today to discuss. Yeah, as... That's exactly what Trump is. Crime family. I said the Republican smear campaign against the so-called Biden crime family is a reflection of their pure Trump is the
comment failed to post. The Democratic representative, Dan Goldberg, is a former prosecutor, uh, now a superstar Congress member from New York, but he's a prosecutor who prosecuted major mafia cases, big, big federal cases. You know, you need evidence, right? Like, and the MAGA Republicans just exist in defamatory rumors and, and innuendo, um, which is all projection, all actual stuff there's evidence of that Donald Trump engaged in, but Congress member Dan Goldman wrote, uh, uh, the dog ate my homework, and, and that's it for the MAGA Republicans. It's all the dog ate my homework. By the way, James Comer, who is the chair of the House Oversight Committee, who you just saw, what do you think James Comer's background is, right? Well, uh, the reports about James Comer is that uh, his ex-girlfriend said that he repeatedly abused her both physically and mentally. She says Comer hit her and forced her to run all of her interactions with others by him for approval, and consequences were violent and swift otherwise, and she revealed that James Comer, who wants to ban abortion nationally, took her to get an abortion and became enraged after she used her real name on a form requiring proof that she had an escort drive her home. You can check that out at the CareerJournal.com. The headline is College Girlfriend Says James Comer Abused Her. But this is the tactic that they used. Like, this is what, remember, Tucker had the bombshell report back in the day, and then he said that uh, he lost the only copy of documents that would have nailed President Biden. He had it, but, but it just disappeared off the hard drive. You know, and then they spread these derange conspiracy theories online and, and, and spread these messages that, oh, it's Biden and Hillary Clinton are in a secret cabal and that they're the reason that this information got destroyed or, or the whistleblower disappeared due to uh, President Biden and, and Hillary Clinton's in, intimidation. Like, I kid you not, like, these are actual posts that, uh, you know, that, that, that they're making. And then you have people like you know, even like Jonathan Turley, who's like the right-wing Fox MAGA Republican lawyer who has this whole thread about how, wow, Chairman Comer just told Fox's Maria Bartiroma that they're still trying to track down the informant on the alleged bribery scandal. It is unlikely that the media will be assisting in that search. What search? This whole thing is made up. This whole thing is manufactured. This whole thing is complete and utter it's complete and utter BS. I want to remind you though that this isn't the first time also that the MAGA Republicans in this house have done that. They've been running this fake whistleblower scam. They get the headline and then they move on to another fake whistleblower. They get the headline, they move on to another fake whistleblower. And you may remember a report we did on the Midas Touch Network, but this is from March 2nd of 2023 and this is a democratic staff report that they put out regarding the fake whistleblowers or who these purported whistleblowers are um, that the MAGA Republicans claim exist regarding their weaponization of the Department of Justice investigations and this report was called GOP witnesses what their disclosures indicate about the state of the Republican investigations mind you this was on March 2nd 
Um, and the revelations that I'm just talking about from James Comer about the missing whistleblower was this past weekend. This is what the Democratic report stated. The partisan investigation, such as it is, rests in large part on what Chairman Jim Jordan described as dozens and dozens of whistleblowers coming to us, talking about what is going on, the political nature at the Justice Department. To date, the House Judiciary Committee has held transcribed interviews with three of these individuals. Chairman Jordan has, of course, refused to name any of the other, quote, dozens and dozens who may have spoken with him. He has also refused to share any of the documents which these individuals may have provided to the committee. Nevertheless, based on interviews of the three witnesses that have been made available to us, we are able to draw a number of striking conclusions about the state of the Republican investigations. First, the three individuals we have met are not, in fact, whistleblowers. These individuals who put forward a wide range of conspiracy theories did not present actual evidence of any wrongdoing at the Department of Justice or the FBI. Second, the transcribed interviews we held thus far refute House Republican narrative about bias at the Department of Justice. We urge Chairman Jordan to schedule the public testimony of these individuals without delay. The American public should be able to judge for themselves whether these witnesses or their allegations are remotely credible. Third, these interviews also reveal the active engagement and orchestration of disturbing outside influence on the witnesses and potentially the Republican members of the select subcommittee. A network of organizations led by former Trump administration officials like Cash Patel and Russell Vogt appear to have identified these witnesses, provided them with financial compensation, and found them employment after they left the FBI. These individuals lobbied for the creation of the select subcommittee in the first place. They have a story to tell, and they appear to be using the House Republicans to tell it. Fourth and finally, nearly all of the Republicans involved in this investigation, the witnesses, some of the members, and certainly their outside operators, are tied together by the attacks of January 6, 2021. The witnesses whom we have met objected to the arrest of individuals suspected to have laid siege in the United States Capitol. Others of the dozens and dozens we suspect participated directly in the riot. If this investigation is an attempt to whitewash the insurrection or hedge against pending indictments, it has been spectacularly ineffective, but these extremists have a view antithetical to the safety of our republic, and the American public has a right to be concerned. We note that in the ordinary course of business, we would not disclose the substance of the transcribed interview at this stage of the investigation. Even when we do not agree with the aims of our Republican colleagues, we expect the reports of congressional oversight. We directed our staff to prepare this report only after we learned that House Republicans began to share the contents of these interviews with the press. And so you see here that related to the Judiciary Committee's using these kind of fake whistleblowers to spread the lies and defame the Biden administration and have the media write about it. And this past weekend, we see James Comer from the House Oversight Committee, Jim Jordan's judiciary, Comer, uh, is the House Oversight Committee. But by the way, do you see the link there? Jim Jordan covering up sexual abuse before becoming a member of Congress. And then you have James Comer being accused by his girl, ex-girlfriend of sexual abuse. And there's, a, there's a pattern here that's clearly, um, that's clearly at issue. And, and, and by the way, 
when it comes to the January 6th committee, it was fairly easy to get very credible witnesses to testify and present actual evidence in a system of evidence and facts. Yet the MAGA Republicans don't exist in a system of evidence and facts and um, and things that could actually be demonstrative of their points. Instead, they exist in conspiracy theories and lies and just defaming people's good names because Fox or one of the right-wing magazines will write about it. And folks, this isn't a political issue, right? Like, this isn't a, oh, the Democrats feel this way, the Republicans feel this way. Look, if the Republicans, if you have a whistleblower, who has actual facts and evidence and information, and they testify publicly the same way all of those Republicans testified before the January 6th committee. If you have actual facts presented, show it to the American people. Show, show us the facts, and we can judge for ourselves the validity. But it's always, oh, now they're missing. Oh, now it's super secret. Oh, President Biden and Hillary Clinton and, and a secret cabal of leftists have the deep state has conspired to scare all these witnesses and all of the facts and, and, and the only person who's got the real facts, the only person who knows what's going on is, is, is James Comer and Jim Jordan and Donald Trump, people who actually lie about every single freaking thing. It's not political, it's just truth versus lies and, and idiocracy. And they go there and then everyone's like, oh my gosh, these whistleblowers just disappeared, oh my goodness. Total, utter BS. We're going to call it out here on the Madness Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 1.5 million subscribers thanks to your uh, incredible support. I can't even believe this stuff. 1.5 million subscribers. Help us get there. Check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. And wherever you get audio podcasts, subscribe to the Midas Touch podcast. It is free. Check us out at patreon.com. Support us there. If you can, no worries. If you can't, hit subscribe on the YouTube. It's free. Have a great day. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report. Continue. Yeah, great job, Midas Touch. Mm. Trump and GOP exposed for more crimes and lies. Streamed four hours ago. Republicans claim that their so-called whistleblower who had information that would take President Joe Biden down <laughs> has gone missing. <laughs> if this sounds familiar, it's because Republicans do this every single week. And the media just runs with it and refuses to hold the GOP accountable for their lies. Not here on the Midas Touch Network. Enough is enough. This weekend was Mother's Day weekend. It was also our mom's birthday. Happy birthday. Hey. Love you. And happy Mother's Day to all the Midas moms out there. We appreciate you so much. You are the heart and soul of the Midas Mighty Movement. We can't thank you enough. A movement built on compassion, decency, intelligence, and the love of our democracy. So let's compare President Biden's Mother Day message with Donald Trump's message. Look, character matters, and Trump's character is absolutely disqualifying, despite the media trying to cover for him. Special counsel Jack Smith may want to check out 
a new lawsuit filed against Rudy Giuliani by a former female employee that was just filed under New York's Adult Survivors Act. That's the same law Donald Trump was just held liable under in a New York federal court. The lawsuit alleges horrific sexual abuse against the female employee by Rudy Giuliani. And the lawsuit also mentions, though, Rudy Giuliani's involvement in selling pardons with Donald Trump, it's alleged, and a plan by Giuliani and Trump, the plan, to lie about the outcome of the election and claim election fraud regardless of the outcome. And in this lawsuit, it also references that the plaintiff has lots of text messages and emails from Rudy Giuliani sent uh -huh. to others in the MAGA orbit. Also, this weekend, President Biden gave a commencement address at Howard University. And in that address, he stated that white supremacy is the biggest domestic threat in America. By the way, the same assessment made by Donald Trump's Department of Homeland Security. But when President Biden says it, the Republicans and the right-wing mm -hmm. media go out of their mind, they tell on themselves, and essentially come to the defense of white supremacists. <laughs> Donald Trump canceled a rally in Iowa this weekend, citing weather conditions, when in fact the weather turned out to be just fine, but he still had time to call into a traveling fascist circus cult rally that took a stop at his what? property at the Trump Doral in Miami, it's an event headlined by Michael Flynn, Trump's children, and various others who refer to themselves as prophets. And one of the big issues they focused on at the rally, not sure if you saw this, Brent, but this is a big threat to the MAGA Republicans. It's the threat of technologically advanced mermaids. That's what they... You know, I, I, I was going to say that. You took the words right out of my mouth. I swear. I swear that was... I, 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 I kid <laughs> you not, that is what they were talking about at this Republican event. Like, what in the world's happened to the Republican Party? Yeah, the answer is Donald Trump. Title 42, Donald Trump's, I guess, immigration policy based on COVID emergency powers. That's where they invoke the COVID emergency powers. It expired, and contrary to all of the GOP and media lies, and fear-mongering, guess what happened? Border encounters were actually down 50%, and when President Biden can actually implement a real plan that is well thought out, it actually works. So just enough of this gaslighting by the media that, oh, it's doom this, doom that. The Republicans are wrong basically about everything. Speaking of which, the Trump-Bill <laughs> Barr Commission Durham report was just made public today. The Durham investigation into the origins of the Russian collusion investigation by the FBI is now officially over. And like all things MAGA, it was just a complete and utter embarrassing failure uh, with the two cases that actually went to a jury trial, all ended up with Durham losing like right away. The jury's returned quick verdicts rejecting actual witch hunt cases. The amount of gaslighting, though, that exists over the origins of the Trump collusion investigation always amazes me. You know, it's not like there's some big mystery out there. Like Donald Trump said, Russia, if you are listening, steal Hillary Clinton's emails. And everyone's like, oh, the origins. Where, what are the origins? Of he said it. He said it. He said it. 
This is the Midas Dutch Podcast. I'm Ben Micellis, joined by Brett and Jordy Micellis. And for all of those who have subscribed to our audio podcast as well, who listen not just on YouTube, but audio, and if you're on audio, listen on YouTube, it's been incredible crossover. The amount of audio subscriptions yes. is through the roof. So for our YouTube watchers, just also make sure you Keep subscribe it to the Midas Dutch Podcast and audio. Brett, Jordy, how are you doing? Huge shout out to everybody who's subscribing to the audio podcast. I, I'm loving all of us this weekend crushed. Yeah, unbelievable. Honestly, unbelievable to see. Just you know, I I think it's a direct result though, guys, of you know this this gaslighting that we're seeing that we're used to seeing just come from the Republican Party. We're now seeing it come from media networks that we used to rely upon for the truth, or or at least to get as close to the truth as possible. And now it seems like they are just taking the Republican line which are just full of lies. Like, if you follow this podcast, we will show you the lies. We will show you their statements. We will show you documented proof that what they are saying is BS. We will even show you them saying that what they are saying is BS. Yet, every single time, hook, line, and sinker, these same media companies, and I I do believe that this is on purpose and by design, they run with the Republican gaslighting rather than the truth. And once again, here... You do not want to look for both sides of an issue to try to figure out if the truth is somewhere in the middle. You just want to figure out what the truth is, pinpoint it, and bring it to you as best as we can. Others, I'll just say aside, it was great seeing you guys over the past few weeks in person. Always a pleasure to hang out. Uh, shout out to all the Midas moms out there. Happy Mother's Day. Um, I hope everybody had a nice weekend. And always great to spend some great time with the bros. So, such such a pleasure to see you guys. Jordy, how are you, man? I'm doing well. And like Ben said, too, it's our mama's birthday, too. Our Mother's Day, mom's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Another shout-out. Gotta do that. Um, people are flocking to the audio for the Minus Touch podcast to the exact reason of what you just said, Brett. I mean, there are so many networks out there, and look, I'm not going to be afraid to say it. What the hell is happening to CNN? It's Every it's day, day after day after day, I look at the comments on our YouTube. I look at the comments on the live chat. And people are scratching their heads. A network that used to be looked at as not, not a beacon of truth, but at least you know that when you went there, you would get facts. But that's no longer the case. And so that's why I'm so stoked to see the audio numbers specifically on the Midas Touch podcast go up. And not to pat ourselves on the back too much, but I really want to give a shout out to the Midas Mighty because this is your movement. You guys understand and you guys are meeting the moment here that truth and facts matter. And the way my brothers and I are able to, you know, digest this information with a very data-first, truth-first approach is clearly resonating. So thank you for making this one of the most watched and listened to podcasts in the world. And let's keep growing this thing. So let's expose these lies. Let's expose this disinformation. One of the common schemes that are used by the Republicans right now. is to claim the existence of whistleblowers that either don't really exist or are just not credible or are not whistleblowers. And then they use that as cover to try to claim immunity when they say defamatory things about President Biden or about Democrats or about private citizens. A whistleblower told us, and then they have these press conferences because What does the media report? The media reports whatever the headline is that Republicans want them to say, says whistleblower. 
at the end of it. And to most people, they read that and they go, oh, this must be a fact, this must be true, without the fact that that's not actually being scrutinized at any detail. And the MAGA Republicans don't care about the outcome because at the end of the day, the media barely covers what happens when their lies are demonstrably exposed. So they get the benefit of the headline and they don't get the downside of being disqualified from ever perpetuating the lies again. That is until now, because at the Midas Touch Network, we call these traitors out. We call them what they are and we expose them. So just remember, by the way, if you keep up with all the Midas Touch podcasts, we talk about these things as they're happening in real time. And we said to you, hey, we don't believe these are real whistleblowers. And that's just based on accumulating the knowledge that it's like you lied to me once, you lied to me twice, you lied to me every single week. It's kind of obvious that what you're doing is just lying. So remember, this is what happened back on May 7th, where James Comer, who runs the House Oversight Committee, one of the most powerful committees. So you've got MAGA Republican Comer running the Oversight Committee, right? You've got Jim Jordan, who is not a licensed lawyer, although he graduated law school, running the powerful Judiciary Committee. You've got Marjorie Taylor Greene on the Homeland Security Committee, as well as on the Oversight Committee, right? You have Comer, who was credibly accused by his past girlfriend of serious abuse, um, as well as bringing her to um, to get an abortion and then trying to cover it up. Um, you have Jim Jordan, who covered up sexual abuse when he was a gym teacher. So just to be clear, who they have as their abuse, leaders, by the way. And so this is what Comer, who runs the House Oversight Committee, who should be nowhere near the... Refused to report 100s. Sex assaults. Still in office. Gross. I'd wish the Justice Department would wake the fuck up and do their job. Jim Jordan refused to report over House of Representatives, yet the Oversight Committee. This is what he said on May 7th. He said there's very credible 
whistleblower that has a very credible whistleblower info that's been provided to Congress. Here, play this clip. What can you tell us about this latest investigation of influence peddling on a sitting of president? I know that you're planning a press conference this Wednesday. What will we learn? Well, Senator Grassley and I uh, received uh, a, a tip uh, on a whistleblower. Senator Grassley was, was the lead in this. Uh, we reviewed documents uh, from the legally protected whistleblower, highly credible whistleblower, uh, that would implicate Joe Biden in a paper play scheme. Now, notice there, one of his tells as well. Paper play the scheme. Legally protected whistleblower. Exclamation point. See how they accuse. He's basically saying there in any future legal filings trying to sue for defamation, hey, this is a legitimate legislative activity. That's what that little tell was. So then what do they do? They then hold a hearing. The MAGA Republicans do all the press shows up where they then talk about those exact BS allegations. But let's play what happened at this press conference on May 10th. Now I want to say a few remarks about the developments last week. A week ago, I sent a subpoena to the FBI for a form that a whistleblower has alleged is in the FBI's possession. We hope the FBI will be transparent and forthcoming and provide the Oversight Committee with the 1023 form we have subpoenaed. If they do, the committee will assess the form. It has a Sounds like he is involved in some trafficking scheme. from the FBI and has been my practice, we will report to you only facts when they are verified and indisputable. This committee will not pursue witch hunts 
or string the American people along for years with false promises of evidence that is beyond circumstantial evidence, as Representative Adam Schiff and the Democrats did for years. I trust the whistleblower. A subpoena from this committee is a powerful tool that I do not take lightly. The level of detail provided to Senator Grassley led me to conclude a subpoena was warranted and I... Your fucking job. I will say this. When Senator Grassley approached me with the information the whistleblower provided, it was because of the information we've learned through this committee's own investigation that indicated to me the whistleblower's allegations are consistent with our independent findings. Those findings are what I called you here today to discuss. And by the way, the level of gaslighting there is. lies it's like where do you even begin right there but if you want to i assume he's making a reference to the Mueller investigation and just because donald trump goes russia 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 like a like a like a like a petulant weirdo third grade fascist like who even talks like that no like paul manafort guilty rick gates guilty mike flynn guilty george papadopoulos guilty roger stone guilty constantine kilminick who's now wanted on $250,000 for a reward. And by the way, I could probably name you about 12 you can, or 15. You can keep going on and on, no doubt. 15 others. And Ben, this is actually talk about a long... ...on out witch hunt, which we'll talk about in a little bit. The Durham investigation, Michael Sussman, not guilty. Igor Duchenko, not guilty. The jury freaking laughed at, the, at when, when they brought those charges. Like within hours, the jury was like, what the hell is this? Not guilty. Get, get out of here. You know, because evidence actually matters. So, Brett, they hold that press conference, right? They gaslight. They go, we're, gonna, we're only going to tell you the facts right here. And then let's, take, let's talk about what happened. Um, this weekend, but before this or weekend, what didn't happen. Show exactly. <laughs> show the front page, though, right after that press conference of the New York Post, just so you see what takes place here and how the disinfo and the this lies. This should be criminal. Spread. This should be criminal. So, so then, New York Post writes, and this is all throughout Murdoch's, you know, media empire of lies and fascism. They go, clock is ticking for Joe Bryden, FBI. has a secret file alleging then Veep Biden took money from foreign national whistleblower. So the way they get around or they try to get around the defamation is this legally protected whistleblower. But that is what is being fed to people that lie. And most people go, oh, I guess that Biden's involved in a bribery scam based on their scheme, based on this whistleblower. This is what Comer said this weekend on Maria Bartiromo. Play this clip. 
Hold on a second, Congressman. Did you just say that the whistleblower or the informant is now missing? Well, we, we're hopeful that we can find the informant. Now remember, these informants are, are kind of in the, the spy business. The spy business. It's all complicated, folks. <laughs> no, all the way. This is involved in the spy business now, folks. It's, it's absolutely absurd. They always feel the need that they need to like settle some sort of score. They view everything through this political lens where, oh, they did all these investigations into Donald Trump. So what we need to do is we need to do investigations to try to smear Joe Biden in the same way without acknowledging the fact that there were damn good reasons for the investigations into Donald Trump and his co-conspirators, investigations that often resulted in actual charges and actual... despite mm -hmm. Donald Trump's ultimate pardons of those criminals. Those investigations actually bore fruit when these are just senseless investigations for a political purpose. But like you said, when you do those investigations like they are doing for the headlines, I saw it firsthand. I, I don't watch a lot of the local news stations when I am at home, but, but when I was at, in, on Long Island and, and you know, in New York, stuff I would be around people who would be watching local news and you see how the local news presents these things they immediately go to and today a, uh, the House Republicans held a press conference where they revealed that a whistleblower had damning evidence on a Joe Biden bribery scheme more of that at 11 and that's what people are getting into their homes, even though it's just absolute BS there is nothing nothing to it and frankly in my mind this should be absolutely criminal just like blatantly accuse people of crimes without yeah. having a shred of evidence whatsoever and then hide behind, oh, well, a whistleblower said it, not us, a whistleblower said it. You're accusing people of pretty extreme things, and right. you're hiding behind a whistleblower that doesn't even exist saying it, and then they disappear, and what do you do? Do you run a front page retraction? No, you just move on to the same stupid thing, as the, or the, the next stupid thing, which is just like this stupid thing. And then what do the supporters do? What are the people who hung on every word of James Comer and Jim Jordan? What do they do? They go right to the next conspiracy theory, and they go, oh, this whistleblower disappeared. Uh, uh, there are two options here. Option one, James Comer is lying to my face, and the House Republicans think I'm a freaking moron, and they are gaslighting me. They are lying to me because they know I am a sucker. Option one. Option two, Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden and the deep state cabal are running a, a, a murder scheme, right. yeah. and they kill all the whistleblowers just in the nick of time, right before they were about to take down good old Joe Biden. The, 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 the Clinton crime mafia got to the same, last the same person, and, and it's not even consistent, the same person who they argue like can't even complete sentences, even though he gives great speeches, is somehow right. the biggest 
eight-dimensional chess mastermind that puppeteer senile, in the history that of That senile Joe Biden who can't even speak or move. Oh, wait yeah, a second. No, it's exactly it. At the same time, at the same time, Biden. At the same time, Biden can't speak, but also he could be the biggest mastermind of all time. And let me just say one thing. We were at our parents' house this weekend. I brought home my bed. I brought home my glove. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna catch this whistleblower. I think I, I think I can find this whistleblower and catch him. But, but, but Jordan, more, Jordan's breaking out the prop comedy in the middle of the show. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan like slapped his for the bit. He slapped the microphone with his. Mitt. He got really, he got really aggressive for it. That's why those audio numbers are just flying up. But do you know what this also shows with the New York Post? It just shows the the, the, the fallacy of liberal bias in media. It's just something that actually genuinely doesn't exist. When you look at it, the media is controlled by these right-wing billionaire lunatics who continuously push their agenda. It's like the projection that we see every day from the MAGA Republicans, right? Every, everything that they claim that the Democrats are doing or they're actually doing. The media is controlled by these right-wing Rupert Murdoch billionaire types who push the Joe Bribin agenda. The Joe Bribin agenda? Well, I think I was sure, though, you go... You go across, right? Even social media, obviously. You have Twitter, Elon Musk. You have Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. You have CNN. You got John Malone and Chris Lick. You got Fox, Rupert Murdoch. Show me it's where like, the show. Show, show <laughs> me one. Show me one left-leaning. Do we even want to call it that owner of one of these media companies, please? But that is part of what the MAGA Republicans do. It's part of what fascism does, which is you basically work the reps, right? Yeah. You basically just put out all that's, of those lies. That's a great lines. analogy. And, and, and you got to see and just spread that disinformation. Let me show you MAGA Republican Tim Burchett. Uh, this was the same MAGA Republican who a few weeks back we talked about. He said that there's nothing to do to stop school shootings and to stop relying on Congress to try to pass any laws because Congress can't do anything about it. Uh, he said a bunch of other stuff like that. But this is when he was asked about this disappearing whistleblower on Bartiroga. Play this clip. Do you know the whereabouts of the informant? No, ma'am, I do not. <laughs> Is he missing? Apparently, yes, um, uh, according to Chairman Comer. Apparently, apparently, we're all full of shit. Apparently, we just, apparently, we just defamed Joe Biden. Apparently, yeah, how about, how about Maria Bartiromo's acting throughout all this, her theater? She's like, so... You're telling me the whistleblower went missing? <laughs> what? Give her a Razzie. How is that possible? So, so he's missing. So it's he's like, Brett, you know what it's like? You know, uh, if you ever did one of those, like, murder mystery party nights, and then, like, the person overacts, yeah. where did he go? Yeah, I've always <laughs> the whistleblower. Wherever did the whistleblower find himself. I don't understand. <laughs> so I, 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 just, I just want to say this. I, I call with these MAGA Republicans what they're doing. You know, I, I'd say it's a clown show, but I feel like that would be offensive to clown shows at this point. So this is why I say all the time that the MAGA Republicans, they hate facts and data because the facts and data never point in their favor. So what they do is they're forced to just make things up. It's pathetic. We, and, and we see time after time after time again. You got you to gotta call it out. You know, and, and you got to call out the also just the lack of character of these individuals. And by the way, their lack of character is sadly probably their most endearing quality, right? Like, <laughs> like, like of all of the ways that you can criticize Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans, 
saying that they lack character and integrity is frankly the nicest thing that sometimes you can say about them. Trying to think where you're getting well, they really are pieces of shit. <laughs> They're really good at that. Well, well, well at least well, they stick to it. At least they stick to being pieces of shit. Like, well, like, well like let, 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 let's look at what uh, Donald Trump Trump said. Shout out Pittsburgh. Let's take a look at just let's compare this the, the messages this weekend from President Biden and Donald Trump. First, let me show you what Donald Trump said, uh, what his Mother's Day message was. He goes, Happy Mother's Day to all, in particular, the mothers, wives, and lovers of the radical left, fascists, Marxists, and communists who are doing everything within their power to destroy and obliterate our once great country. Please make these complete lunatics and maniacs kinder, gentler, softer, and most importantly, smarter, so that we can quickly make America great again. And, and look, I truly think the media needs to cover stuff like this. Like, how could you have somebody running a major political party that says that? We'll show you in a little bit the event that was just hosted at his property that his sons, who are leaders in his political campaign, spoke at, that Donald Trump spoke at and called in, because you can't cover your eyes and close your ears to that reality. But that's what Trump said. This is what President Biden said. He said, today, I join families across America in celebrating the moms and women filling the role of a mother in our lives. Our mothers and grandmothers believe in us, sacrifice for us, and lift us up. They're the people in our lives who have given us the most. Happy Mother's Day. And then he gave a uh, Mother's Day message to his late mother, Catherine oh. Eugenia Finnegan. And he said, I'm Catherine Eugenia Finnegan Biden's son. She taught me about honor, about responsibility, and about courage. Because without it, we wouldn't be able to love with abandon. I miss her every day, especially today. You know, and, and I know so many people are leaving Twitter, and I... I still use it sometimes for catching up on news, although it's very difficult.